<laughs> yeah, well, you know, and, and you know, you, if you're talking to someone or if you're talking to a group of people and your ideas are not coming out fluently. Sometimes that happens on here in front of the camera. You see what just happened? What? See, I paused and you you began speaking. We got to keep the... We, Yes, no, but you, but you did an experiment, did you? But, but if I said if I said um or like, you still have his attention. Yes, I still have you guys waiting for what Attained. I'm going to say. You know, that's, that was surreal, man. That's what I was trying to, <laughs> yeah, say. So you just blew Marco's mind. Well, it it's did. like the same thing in our uh, Socratic circle. We have like every other week. We have a book reading, 1984. So we read. There's three parts. After we finish a part, we uh, we do questions on it, and the next after that, we do Socratic circle. And usually. Like, depending on how good the Socratic circle is, you, like, someone will finish a thought and instantly someone else will butt in. So, if, like, you, you stop, someone will easily just right. go right in. And yeah. What is the Socratic circle? I vaguely remember that. Okay, so it's when, after you, like, read something or do something, you all sit in a circle, the teacher says one question, and then the rest of the class says something, and then one person adds, 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 and they kind of just talk about it, yeah. about the question. You know, we, we, dude, we, if, we if I could go back to high school. See, but it, the thing is. I would love that. The thing that's not incredible is we did it on a few books. It was all about education in our AP Lang class. And we all had to read a bunch of short stories over the semester or the quarter. But the problem with that was that you could tell nobody read any of them. (laughs) So it was just a bunch of bullshit. So it was the most useless thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and I could totally see that, dude. Although what shocked me is that I feel like a lot of people have been reading 1984 in our class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's a it's a good book, but it's like boring, isn't it? Like it's it, it it's, it's slow. It's, it's right? slow in, in part one. Yeah, because that's the background. Part two gets much more interesting, and then you know part three is like the climax of everything. Yeah. And, and yeah, if you get through part one and and you'll 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 be fine. Did you read 1984? Yes. We're in the same English class. Well, I mean, yeah, you actually both. read the book, yeah, though. Yeah, because exactly. because I, I remember not reading any of the books. Well, like, years before well, in English class, like, I wouldn't read English books. Because our English class, like, before we didn't have the same teacher, it was, like, pretty boring. The books we were reading weren't that interesting. And so people look up spark notes, like, it, like 70% of the class would do that. Right, and then we would just take a test on the, on the, on the chapter we read or something like that. Yep. But now, oh, we, we have some questions to fill out, which just shows that we're kind of actively putting in some just some grade work. Yeah. But then our test is just talking with to each other about the book. It's ex- it's extremely nice, mm-hmm. and it, it sparks like actual yeah. conversation and being able to talk about what you read. It enhances your understanding of it because exactly. you see other people's perspectives because everyone has a perspective when they read or experience something, and you get to see everybody share your ideas, mm-hmm. and you can hopefully learn something new. Yeah, because like you can say a question that some people might not know, and then people are like building off each other, building new ideas, and then you may like. Like, try to, like, go in a deeper understanding about a certain part of the book. People are like, oh, I didn't know that. And it's a lot better than a test. Like, test, personally, like, last year in English class, we would read a book. We were, I think we read, like, two or three books, maybe, or something like yeah. that. It was, like, two books. And we would, we would take, like, a test or quiz every other week or something like that. Well, and, and yeah, and we would, I'm sorry, we would read, like, Beowulf, and we yeah. wouldn't even, like, read Beowulf. We would read, like, a few sections of it. Or, you know, that's, yeah. that's interesting. You got, the test is talking to each other? Yeah, it's a Socratic so, circle. So, you know what? You, that, oh, that, the Socratic circle is a test. I mean, yeah. it's not a test. It's just a grade. It's like, it's a pretty big part of your grade. Okay, well, you know what? That, that's interesting because it, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with stories because people talking is one of the most original ways we learn. So why not why not make that the test? You know, people like yeah. talking to each other and being like, let's see if you remember this stuff. You know, have a conversation about it. Exactly. Yeah. 
I mean, the whole point of a test is to test your understanding. Right. If you can, if you can test your understanding in different ways, like a, like a certain, like the Socratic circle, that's it's it's a test. Exactly. I, I don't know why I was going at that. Yeah. But. But I feel like I a test, dude. Would, like a test, people just want to like just remember the terms long enough, like just until that morning they can get it done, remember it, and get like a B or maybe an A. That's it, and then they forget the information, done with that. But if like you actually read the book and you're actually like in the book, and then you like do questions before and get an understanding and then you talk with like 10 people in a group that that can like for the teacher that really lets the teacher see who understands the book and who's actually like paying attention because mm-hmm. you're like you're building ideas off each other you're you're getting like certain perspectives you're not just reading like a one-sided question you're just seeing everything from everyone's perspective which is really interesting right and i think it's extremely important <clears throat> english and history to do things like this for history like what history is a story in itself you read a chapter of a history textbook it's a little story in itself. That's right. And if instead, like, for history classes, dude, if we had, I mean, I didn't really read the history textbook that much, even though we had to take notes on it. The notes mm-hmm. are just bullshitted. Yeah, it's just the highlighted it's, words. Yeah, it's too, the bolded words. It's literally just too much. And it's, it's like, but if we had a Socratic circle after every chapter, it's like, I think we would have different ideas about talking about how the history was back then and how it could be viewed in different ways. And, yeah, so I think that's... Uh, that would have been great to have. Mm-hmm. We'll see when we had Socratic circles in uh, our history class um, when it was in middle school. Pel- Petrelli? Petrelli? Petrelli, yeah. yeah. I remember uh, our sixth hour was only like 10 people, I think. It was a really small class. I remember we had a Socratic circle. I dreaded it because I did not read the history textbook at all because it's so long and the notes are ridiculous. Yeah. And so I just didn't do it. And only like two people were talking, only two kids that did notes. And so... I feel like if you like you actually are invested in the book and you actually do a Socratic circle and that's like your test, then people would actually read it. Yeah. But if you're just doing a test and it's just on terms and stuff, people are gonna bullshit it just to get past. So sure. And I mean, the more comfortable you are around the people that you keep doing it with, you know, I yeah. feel like by the third, the more you learn. Yeah, the more you learn and the more you participate and the more everyone learns. The more everyone, yeah, everyone gets out of it. That where you have to study these terms and these. All these fucking terms that, like, are so similar. Multiple choice quiz. Yeah, and, like, it's a reductionist idea to be like, yeah, they're gonna... They're really gonna try and find the best way to learn from this. They're yeah. not. They're gonna do the easiest, you know, because it's a fucking... Fucking A is, is what? What the fuck is it in the grand scheme of things? A pass into college. <laughs> what, that's just what an A is. Yeah. yeah, it just scores your performance as uh, somebody who can do what they're told. Mm-hmm. Like, can you... Do these, this assignment? Can you do what you're told? Mm-hmm. The biggest I can do what I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, who's going to be... Those the kids b- with, like, 102 in each class. Yeah, who's going to be the best employee? <clears throat> who's going to be the best employee? Not the kid with the 102. I mean, it depends on how they're, well, how they're studying. But Perhaps he would be, right? Because he does what he's told, and he takes the assignment and does exactly what he's yes, told. Yes, but, but, but there's going to be a, a situation in his employment... Where it's going to require him to think outside the box. Become a free thinker. And he's not going to be able to do it. Perhaps you're right, yes. Yeah. I live by the textbook. Yes. But impossibly, like, some kids that just get A's, like, sometimes they're, like, they're naturally good at it. Like, they have, like, a a knack for history or, like, math or something. But they only do what's required of them. Like, if you go to a job, someone who's, like, like a B at a high school just gets B's or whatever. But they're a hard worker. They go beyond that and they understand. They have a deeper understanding with, like, communication with adults or, like, socializing or something. Because some kids that, like, just, like, they're just invested in a textbook, they can't socialize with people. Like, I've seen that. Like, they spend, like, five hours studying at home, they go to school the next day, can't socialize with anybody. Same thing with computers, man. People don't run it all day. 
Yeah, or, you know, we so when we go to CSI, it's the yeah. engineering kind of school that we go to, yes. we share a bus with MST, and, you know, the girls in the back <clears> of the bus, they're always talking about, always they crazy. socialize over the studying and the their grades that they've That's done. It. And they, the test they have that day. All they, they talk, yeah, study for, yeah. all they talk about is school. That is that is so cool, man. But like, it's it's not about the content; it's about the like the outcome of their their work. All right, forget it. it, it like com- com- yeah, com- competing about the how how they. Their performance. So there's a hierarchy going on in the back of the bus. Yes, yeah, I mean, that's like that's not as interesting. If people like, if like, I don't know, just something interesting to me, like high schoolers talking about like the content that they're that they're working on, like because nobody nobody in high school really cares about what they're reading. I mean, unless it's like you two with 1984. Yeah, like it's just fascinating. My link teacher had like she did a smart thing. She lets us pick our own books. There you go. Yeah, but how, how many readers are in that class, do you think? Not me. Not my friends. Well, yeah, not yeah. anyone I know. It's... Not anyone I sit by. Not anyone. The idea is good. Liter- li- literature class. Yeah, it's like nobody's reading. Something is extremely wrong with that. Is there, is there not? Yeah. Or like a finance class. Like a lot of our friends take that finance class or marketing class. And it's a blow-off class because they don't do anything. But they, they understand jack shit about finances, like being like financially literate or whatever. Or just yeah. understanding anything like that. Well, and it's like a class like that you, you can or take. Like engineering and, too. Yeah, like that. Right. You know, and, and that's why I thought, you know, architecture was almost a blow-off class in the beginning. But Packin actually does teach us architecture. Yeah, like you have to do drafting, yeah. AutoCAD, all that stuff. I remember Packin being one of my favorites. If not the favorite at Ike. He's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Anthony, like you were saying, it's like. When you get to pick your own book, there there is the plus side of like having the freedom to choose what you're interested in, but then having the downside of there being infinitely many books to choose from and no control over like no control over like because you can't test it because they're all different. Yes, that's true as so well. The only thing you can do is write a paper. You can just start and be like, "What are your interests?" Like, like me and my brother were talking, and he's like, "He's like, yeah, I don't have time to read." It's like, yeah, you do. You, you just you know gotta be interested in it. Well, you have the same amount of time as I have. Exactly. Yeah, we all have the same amount of time, and then we fucking die. But here's the deal, man. <laughs> here's the deal, man. You find out what you're what you're interested in. I, I I lent him one of my books. I don't know if he's really reading it that much, but like, you know, just if you're interested in like sci-fi or fantasy, like read you know books in that category. You know. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry. There's something to be said about curiosity as well, because a book is just a mean. Of uh, understanding, a means of understanding. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and it's like it's a way to um, feed your curiosity, and you can do that through multiple mediums, though, through watching videos, podcasts, talking like this. Yeah. yeah. It's a crack circle. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is almost basically a crack circle. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't have Except a separate. We're just topic. sharing just general ideas. Just yeah. Exactly. This topic. is a very open-minded discussion here, where it, we just talk about anything. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is the way. This is kind of the vision that you know, I kind of had for the podcast. You know, well, yeah, just like this. Like uh, Chris Ryan does a show, a uh, podcast. It's called Tangentially Speaking, where he just like goes on a tangent with his with his interviewer. What's a tangent? <laughs> <laughs> What's a tangent mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's that's picked up on that from yeah. Of course, oh, yeah, I would yeah. pick up on it. <laughs> what does coddling mean? <laughs> <laughs> that was a Wait, good what one. Is just, what, what is 
What's the last thing you said? She said, what does coddling mean? Who, who, who oh, was that? Who doesn't understand the word pain? We're not saying the name. Okay. We should not well, say the name. <laughs> no. They're, they're, they're going to so know. All right, all right, all right, I'll just cut it out. It's, uh, what's it? I'll cut it out. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's, oh. right. yeah. That, that's the joke, yeah. Her, her brother was at the gym today. Yeah, we saw him. Yeah, yeah we talked a little bit. Um, Perfect time to cut back in. Yeah, okay. What an interesting place we work, we work at. Oh, <laughs> well, I love it, man. He used, to, he used to work it. at. Yes, Anthony is gone, but still with us. I miss, yeah. I miss it. You'll always really be with do, us. But I kind of thought, like, there's bigger things ahead. Yes, that's true. And that, I don't have a future there. I know that for sure. Well, and, and exactly. I, do, I don't as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it's good to think about leaving. Because when I was, I was eating breakfast with my grandpa today in a restaurant, and I saw, like, the manager go and give a bunch of plates to this dishwasher, and he looked like he seemed like he was, like, 25, 26. The dishwasher? Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. But I also want to, you know, just be, like... In the middle of the kitchen, you know, in the middle of the banter. You want to work with the people in the kitchen. Yeah. Like, work in the look, 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 That's like what if, makes the job fun. Look, yeah. if we Washington were all in a writing sucks. studio, just, like, yeah. writing, like, like for, like, a show, that would be great, man. Like, like, imagine, imagine that, all those people in that job, like, we're all, like, writing for a show. We're all, like, screenwriters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would be, dude, wouldn't that be cool if, like, we were, like, just sitting around a table, screenwriting and telling jokes all day. Yeah, like, because Dan would make would make a joke that's like completely natural and be like, "All right, we're gonna find a way to put that in the show," you know? Yeah. yeah um, of course, I think that's there's different tools. Um, but like I said, I mean, I don't think I don't have a future edge. Like, a, I'm not gonna become, you know, like chefs. Like, I I can't like like, like DJ. Like he was a uh, dishwasher, then he became a line cook. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, in some, like, you know, Chef Steve started where we were. He worked his way all the way up, you know, but, like, that's not really, just being a chef, and like, that's not where I want to Yeah, be, dude, you know? being a line cook, you're like, all right, Marco, you're going to cook for five minutes. You're, so I was cooking, like, two things at the same time. It's like, oh, burn the fries. So, like, yeah, dude. I, I don't want to do that. That's too stressful, man. Not a lot of people are willing to do something because it's hard. Yeah. And it's like. They they got some willpower, dude. Yeah, they do. You know, it, 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 as much as we tease them, the, the Cody, DJ, Dez, you know, all all the cooks, they uh, they got something on us. They do something oh, big I mean, on you us. You look at the prep list. It's like you like on a day you're like holy shit, and there's like two events going on. Like, mm-hmm. They're doing they? all that and they're going to the line to cook. Yeah. How are they doing? I've been working two weeks, so same I, here. I worked last weekend, and uh, you know, people are good. You guys are working what one day a week now? I'm working two, two uh, uh, tomorrow and Sunday. It it depends for me. Yeah. So it, it's it's usually a Saturday, maybe a Sunday. Good man. Yeah. I'm working uh today. You know, the kitchen's good. Me and Bobby are working Monday. I'm excited excited for that. Good to see Bobby yeah. again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do miss them. I miss everyone at work. Yeah. Don't be a stranger, dude. That's what Steve said hey. to you. Yeah. I won't be. Hey, if we got a if we got a Christmas party, you're coming. Dude. Oh, like like the. Like the golf outing. Dude, I yeah. really hope we have a Christmas. If we have a Christmas party, we should we should dress in blazers. Complete like suit. No, 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 no nothing like chef, that. Chef coats. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. no. Uker shirt. Are <laughs> Uker in uniform but with a tie? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, like a little a suit jacket around it. Like, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be really funny. Yeah. 
and like um, jeans and stuff. And a Santa like, hat. A Santa yeah. hat, a tie, oh a Uper shirt. A Santa hat and a tie. No, 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 a, clip, a clip on tie. A clip on tie. Okay, yeah. yeah. A clip yeah. on, yeah. 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 Oh, dude, we don't tell anybody about this. <laughs> yeah, we don't tell anybody about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, cut like... It, cut, it. cut. That's a cut. I don't know if anyone knows or is listening from the kitchen at work, you know. Mr. Maybe. Robert. Bobby's been <laughs> listening. Robert. Bobby's been listening. That's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you, but that doesn't even matter because, you know, he's going he's gonna to wear the tie and he's going to be in on this. Yeah. Fucking you crew, dude. Hi, yeah. right, Bobby. Bobby, don't do it. Don't tell anybody, Bobby. It's don't, a secret. Please don't tell anybody. We're gonna we're gonna get the the jump on everybody. They'll be like, "You guys are a bunch of goons." How are, it's okay. Yeah. How are Dan and Steve doing? I haven't I haven't talked. I've, Dan's doing good. Dan's Dan's worried about the uh, the sick ducks. Yeah, I talked to him the other day. Like I walked to him and he's like, he's "Like man, everybody's sick." Yeah. It's like I was, like it, it was literally like walking to a ghost town. When I walked in on, uh, I think it was Saturday morning. And I, it was like no one was there, no one was in the kitchen. Go downstairs and it's just Dan in his office, and like there's a like tumbleweed blowing around in the background. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, he had a long beard. <laughs> he's like, it's been a while. <laughs> At least it felt like that. Yeah, I'm sure he's a lot less stressed since things are dying down now. Yeah, because when he did, when uh, Chef Chris passed the uh, the position down to him, I mean, it's, it, it was really stressful. Well, hey, he's. He's handled it well, very well. He really has, dude. He's, he's he has been so fair to all of us, but it, like, but like, not that it's a, a bad thing that he, not that he shouldn't do it, but like, there's been times where he's like blown up on the staff, you know, because he, he just sometimes, yeah. you know, you just well within the, reason the, too. the cork just goes, you know, flies yeah. off. Well, yeah, you're you're soda can man. Yeah, you're shaking that dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it happens, man. He's, he's got to do it, man. He, he, he's he's this. He's this real jovial dude, always making jokes. And then, like, sometimes you just gotta be like, you gotta put your fist down, you know? You gotta be like, hey, can we get to work, please? Like, you yeah, know. Yeah, you gotta be the boss. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a time for jokes, like, laughs and all that, but then there's also time for work. That's right, but, Like, man. Like, he, he jokes around a lot, but, like, when it, when it's time to work, like, he'll put the he'll put the fist down, so. Yeah. Like, on anybody in the kitchen, like, he doesn't hesitate. Like, he'll, right. he'll explode. Like sometimes it's like it's within reason, you know. Like there's a lot, there's a lot right. of shit to do, you know. But yeah, I just hope Cherry Creek does good. Like when we like, I mean, eventually there'll be a time where none of us are gonna be there, and I hope they still do well. I hope like, they the survive, workers, man. Because it's it's, gonna turn mean, it's hard to find it's it's hard to find <laughs> workers. I mean, yeah, I mean they're getting no workers, and it, I mean eventually everyone will start leaving. I know. I, I mean, I, I think. Only Marco remembers like there we once had like ten guys on the schedule. We did, yeah, and, and they they all could work night. I was I was also working. That was in like February, like a year two years ago. Been, been almost two 2020? years. Twenty twenty. Uh yeah. Yeah. You yeah, remember almost, Jackson? Been almost two years. Yeah, you know, yeah. Jackson, remember, Jackson and Jack. You remember Jack? Yeah. Yeah. Jack Lushane. I followed both of them on Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah, dude, we should. I yeah, I remember. I remember there used to be so, so many people on the schedule. Like I have I have pictures from when I first started working. There was like. 10, 11 people on there. And think, now it's, like, down to, like, what, five? think in the fall, no matter what happens, like, let's say no one else joins, it's just Marco, Will, and Bobby. Yeah. That's the only three people. Marco, Will, Bobby attempts. Attempts, attempts, yeah. Dude, there was, uh, like Bobby, Bobby couldn't work one night. He called off. Dan was, t- me and Dan have been talking on the phone back and forth while I've had COVID. 
And uh, he was telling me that Bobby called off, and it was Will. Will was in charge of the temps, oh. and Steve and Dan, <laughs> Steve and Dan were on his ass. So he was running back and forth. This is Will, all right? Yeah, Will, yeah. Will running back and forth. You know, he on top of shit, actually doing stuff right. Maybe that's what he needs. That, that's that's he, good. He needs somebody him. to be like, hey, let's go, come on. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because like when when he's the only one there, and he like he also has to guide people at the same time. It's like. He's like he's in charge. He's in the moment, you know. He, he doesn't have like Bobby or someone else to guide him. It's like tell him, dude. <laughs> That's good, man. That's really good. I just imagine him being like, "Yeah, go take all the trash." Yeah. <laughs> he's afraid yeah. of the. He stops on the back. <laughs> Come on, boys, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> he's like yeah, in a row. He's like, he's like, uh, what, do you think, what do you think the temps think of him? Well, remember, they, I think they he, love him. He can, he can speak their language. Well, hey, listen, they do, they do <laughs> love him, and and Will is a coach. He coaches um, basketball and, and hockey, mm-hmm. so I mean, you know, he's got experience. Leadership position, yeah. You know, wow. on, a, on a you know on a level that is like that, he's very competent at dishwashing. You know, and he knows his way around sports too, and so it's like he can be a pretty good well, leader. When he has to, yeah, yeah. When he has to, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's you it's know. an option for him. I mean, it's when like, he told me to do stuff, I did it. Yeah, me too. I never said. Uh, I, I said no. no. I, I, I would always ask him to come me. with me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, okay, one second. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm going to go get the dish racks <laughs> while there's a million dishes coming back. Yeah, like, uh, what? Thanks, Will. I'm definitely going to miss him a lot. I, I already miss we him, should go I mean, him We should go golfing with him. I will. When in the I mean, yeah, like what uh, right Steve now. said to you, like you're not a stranger there. Like you can go back anytime. Yeah. Like when Andrew was golfing, I think once or twice he just walked in with Maddie that one time. Yeah, yeah. It's... I'm definitely not gonna eat there. This I, I always walk in. It's a little there. pricey. Well, it's good food, man. <laughs> I mean, even maybe they'll cook something, something for you for free. On like a like a weekend that's not busy. Yeah. Do even, I get Do I get a past employee discount? You <laughs> clock in still. So. Former employee. employee discount, I will never order food there because I eat that food all summer long, and I'm just not gonna eat it. Dude, that, I'm not gonna pay ten bucks to eat it. That food was like probably like fifty or sixty percent of my meals. Like, like when it was like, Fair enough. dude, yeah, that's summer, it was yeah, good fucking like food. Hours, yeah. it was, they feed I, us, th- that's including I, I, the meals at the end of the night. Yes. Yeah. Those are good meals. I really, oh, dude, I really did love like, for a week. I really did like making my own meals. I oh, thought that was, that was fun. Michael started that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's interesting. I miss Michael, too. Mike, yeah, dude. I haven't, I, se- I haven't seen Michael in a little bit. I haven't seen him in a while, too. He was working at Subway for a while. We gotta get him on the podcast. He did get his job at Intrepid. Mm-hmm. And yes, I do want to get him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's working tonight. He's always doing something. He's really staying busy and improving himself. That's good. Yeah, he's really gotten back on track. Good shit. See, I, I've always, even though he has said a... a subpar work ethic i've always noticed that he had good intentions the reason why yes. he started cooking his own meals is because he's like me and him were talking and he's like he's like why not just give des a break and we go cook our meals right. and i was like that's that's a fair point i always yeah. thought he was a good Especially person i always liked him yeah it, it, like you said about good intentions like i've known him for a really long time and he really does have good intentions with things mm-hmm. but it's like Getting lost in the whole like idea of displaying your intentions, and I think a lot of people, especially up top or like higher in the hierarchy, thought thought uh, thought it got a different picture on him. Of course, because well, they didn't get to know him as well as right. we did. Exactly, and me and Dan would sometimes butt heads. I'd be like, "Dude, he's 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 more of a good guy than you think." He's like, "Why are you always defending him?" I'm like, "Dude, he's my friend." Yes, 
and, and I'm telling you what I see as the truth. You know, he's he's very bold, and he doesn't hold back on what he's saying. And to somebody who's higher up than him, it's like. One time he yelled at Chef Chris. Dan was there. I, Dan I was, was there. there. Yeah, you were there. I was he's there like, when he yelled at him. Look, like he's like, "Go do this or whatever." And he's like, "Hey," and then Chris turned around immediately and he's like, "It's like, who the fuck do you think you're talking to?" Dude, I'll, I'll, I'll tell like, you how it went. So, um, we, <laughs> so you know how the two tape like the the steel um, prep tables. The, the, yeah, the two tables. Chef Chris was over yeah. here, and then me and Michael over here, and then like by um, the towels. and then yeah, and then Michael walked up to Chef Chris. He was like. Hey, and then blah 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 blah, and then Chef Chris turned. She's like, "Wait, what, what was the what was the context?" No context. He he went up to him to ask him like to do something, or I don't know what Michael to said. request Chef but, Chris. But he seemed like he, he, he started it off by saying, "Hey," and Instead of like Chef, Chef Chris, Chris Chef Chris was like, "Hey, do you see me doing that to Mr. Weber?" And then he did like what Chef Chris normally does. Like he like starts off like disciplining, but then starts teaching a lesson. Yeah, like yeah. in a nice way. Explain it. Yeah. yeah. So that that's really all it was. I kind of thought it was funny. Yeah, I think it. I remember that too. I wasn't. I think Michael told me about that after. And he's, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I think it's always good to ask for like be humble and ask for permission with things like that. And um, you also need to be a little bit bold. Yes, and you firm and, and take yeah. your place as an employee that can leverage. Michael is the example of sometimes being a little too bold, and yeah. I was like that yeah. too. Yeah. By my oh, yeah. my uh, after my first year, I was a little too bold. With uh, with the um, the people on the hierarchy. You know, my favorite thing he did was, like, when he first started working there, he went into Chef Chris's office and took his charger. <laughs> I, re- I was there. <laughs> I remember oh that. My God. Yeah, I remember I that day. What? Dude. Yeah, yeah we his... were working that day, and he, like, just went in his office. He either plugged his phone in he the office. He plugged his phone in, yeah. Yeah, he plugged yeah. his phone in his office. And Chef Chris was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Like when he first started working, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm like, that's dude, so funny!" Yeah, we were mopping the basement at the time, and I'm just like, "Michael, you're an idiot, dude. Don't like, don't do this." And he's like, "Hey, it's I'm just using this charger," and like that's the thing, like like he is just using this charger, but it's like this is like your boss, you know? Like didn't. This is this is another human being, dude. You need to ask permission. Like, you, you don't yeah. even you, you are acquainted with the person. You know, yeah, it's just a di- it's a different environment. Like normally, you think of like a a work boss, a worker boss relationship as like the the worker doesn't like the boss. The boss is just tells the worker what. To yeah, do. what an interesting but job. In in, the, in this job, everyone's friends. Whether you like it or not, everyone's friendly to each other. I didn't see a single person really like hate anyone else. Some people disliked others, but yeah, every, yeah. Every, everybody, everybody, a lot of people hate Mikoski. I was gonna mention McCoskey. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, he, I was the oddball. Yeah, McCoskey takes a whole different definition of uh, outcast. Chef Chris, Chef Chris, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, no, yeah, but everybody, Cody too. Like, I, I, you remember that time he's like, he was arguing. I, I don't with like Chef Matt or something like that. And, and I don't know. Cody said something across the kitchen. McCoskey's <laughs> yeah. like, no offense. Wait, what is? No offense, Cody. But shut the fuck up, <laughs> dude! I I miss him. Right across the kitchen, dude. I know. I do too. I, I can't imagine the place with him there still. Like, 
Like, dude, he was so <laughs> fucking my, my funny. Fading, <laughs> my memories are fading of him, but when Andrew says that, I could just imagine. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, you dude. just gave me a vivid, like, imagination of him saying that. Like, that was, the, that's the worst bro. thing that happened. He wasn't good the, at talking bro, to people. The, the, I, mean, like, I, I remember when I, my first day, you guys, it was, I worked with you and I think Christian. And, <laughs> and Cody, remember Cody came when we were cleaning the drains? And I remember you, you and Cody... It was me, you, and Cody over by the drain, and you guys kept telling about this punk kid named Anthony <laughs> about never be the better Anthony and not be like Anthony. Oh, and I remember, yeah. I remember, I was gonna work with him one day, and, and me and you were working that day, and then and up. then Chef Chris was like, "Yeah, he didn't show up," and then he went to his office and he got fired that day. Oh, I remember, yeah, because yeah, he didn't he fake an injury just to get out of he work. Just, yeah, he, just, he he said something like that, and then he just and then Chef Chris fired him. Show up, yeah. So that that was the day I was supposed to meet him. He got fired. That's that's oh, un- that was the most unlucky well, no, thing. That was hey, and bad thing. No, I wish that's I would have met him. Fifty cents. Yeah. Here you come back. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew's never forced to put it back in. Yeah. That's in snug. Uh, dude, man, I remember one time with Christian and Jackson. We're in, in Mikoski. We were all outside because back then we used to have six people on a shift or, or more. That sounds great, man. And, and we would just go out and uh, like a day shift. All day we'd have all these people and we'd just do a bunch of stuff. And we were outside cleaning these carts down, and uh, Christian and Jackson were just grilling McCoskey <laughs> about his girlfriend, something like that. Like <laughs> Anthony like said he had a girlfriend or whatever, and then they were just like, "Oh yeah, who is it?" Like, just like making these like lighthearted jokes, but Anthony's just like, "Fuck you guys! <laughs> She's my girl! She's everything!" <laughs> it's just completely inflated reaction to everything and it just made everything ten times better and yeah fun. dude he, he would take everything to heart it was so funny like I remember I remember yeah. I think I worked once with I think it was like you maybe Anthony and Jackson or something or Christian it was so funny because like he would get like really mad and it was really funny just like hearing the conversations just, like from the outside oh, he used to get like really mad he's like oh, fuck off and he walk back to the dish tank he's like do dishes and just be so pissed yeah smooth he he had a run in with with everybody like like a yelling match DJ Cody probably Chef Chris I'd imagine Chef Matt as we've said oh, yeah. yeah wonder how Chef Matt's doing yeah he's probably doing good knowing him he's probably doing good we should we should do a podcast at his house yeah we should we should we should, yeah, we should go see him I, so. I remember when Chef Chris was still working I think he brought it up with me or someone and I heard it and he said that he talks like Chef Matt every like two weeks or yeah. something like that yeah he, we he talks to him yeah. occasionally yeah. That's cool. I, I, dude, we should get uh, like Chef Chris or Chef Matt on here. Certainly. Oh, you know, shit. Let's get all the chefs Chef on Chris live in Oxford? Yeah. What is oh, that? Like man. forty-five minutes? It is about forty minutes away. Yeah. That's awful. What happened there? Yeah, well, Dan crazy. lives like forty minutes away. Yeah. In the other direction. Yeah. Because yeah, he lives in Marys- Mar- Marysville. Yeah. Marysville. The meetup place would be Cherry Creek, of course. To meet up. For a podcast, yes, we could we could have that little you know that table and yeah and, upstairs in uh in Weber's room and uh Mr. Ooh. Mr. Weber's room yeah the, like the board meeting yes table, whatever. <laughs> dude, that would be a great place to do it. dude that, that'd be like so Mr. Mr. Weber would, would would be like all right I'm I'm coming I'm joining yeah I'm, I'm yeah. like I'm because like, remember remember the chefs <laughs> yeah. and everything yeah that would be Probably. incredible man yeah on like a day off or something just like a really slow day or something yeah that'd be like so nostalgic though for like Chef Chris and Chef Matt yeah well we don't even we don't even have to be clocked in like it's fine. But yeah, like we all just go there on like a day off or something. We just, you know, all sit yeah. down. Yeah, and now that it's set on the couch, we could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, this, you know, I'll. Uh, Honestly, yeah, 
when when the school year is over, uh, I will get on this. We could plan a date with them, like just because, like I like the one last weekend. Um, Sunday was closed. The whole building was closed on Sunday because there was no business. Business. So now, that, this Sunday or this Sunday, I think so too. Or no, next Sunday, I believe. That's what Dan was saying right. today. Um, but that, that would that would be fun though if we all like got together and we just like. When like the meeting room or whatever, the board meeting room, we just like sat down and talked. Maybe talk make some food or something. We need to get Dez on the like, podcast yeah, too. Catch up with, with each other. Yeah, you ever you ever talk to Dez? You ever talk to Dez about like things like this? Not not very deep things. She's got shit to say, man. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I've never really gotten too deep with her. She 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 doesn't go that deep, but when she does, sometimes it's like it's interesting because she I think she has like a really like good perspective on the world. You know, she, yeah. she has a lot to say, mm-hmm. but she doesn't say it. Right. The the humble philosopher. Yes, yeah, in a way. Like, she's just waiting, like, she's not pushing her ideas on anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she tells jokes and everything, you know. She's, she's but she, she's pretty quiet, though. She's a really good singer. She's so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's yeah. Really good singer. Nice. I, I, I've never, never had a bad experience with Me her. neither. Never. I, w- I would say, like, some of my days, like, like I've had, like, a rough day before going to work, and, like, Des is usually working. You know, like, I'll walk in, you know, she'll, like, say some jokes. It's like... You know, yeah. so there's there's some people at the creek, you know, like you have a bad day, you walk in, they kind of like lighten up your day a little bit. Makes yeah, it's you know, uh, makes, makes your day a little more enjoyable. So it's 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 been called a happy place many times. It's been called a sanctuary. It's been called a summit by by some. You know. What do you mean? It's by <laughs> by some. I've, I know. I, I, I've, I've, I've heard. Are talking about Cherry Creek? I, I've, I've heard some people call Cherry Creek the summit. No, no, the summit is a. I I, I know what the summit <laughs> is. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <what they're> <laughs> That's a Pacific specific area. Pacific of, of uh, Cherry Creek. Yeah, we podcasted there before. Have we? Yeah, of course we have. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, come on. Yeah. yeah. I'm just shooting this shit. Yeah. You know, it's crazy how many groups I've worked with there. I think there's been three main groups. So I wish I could have met that Connor kid who was always oh, angry. See, that was the first uh, crew that I worked with. It was me, Hunter, Daly, Connor, uh, Tony, um, and... Uh, <laughs> or no, Tony was the one who was mad Jay all the Cannon. time. Connor was the guy who was, like, shaggy, but, like, on meth almost. Yes. Yes, he <laughs> trained me. And I remember Hunter. Hunter was cool. Hunter went to Ike. He graduated in 2018. Same year as McCoskey. He warned me about McCoskey. Uh, Chef Chris was like, yeah, we're bringing this new guy's name, Anthony McCoskey. And, and Hunter's <laughs> like, oh my God, he's crazy, man. He's a psycho. Everybody <laughs> at school hates him. Because he just bullies kids. <laughs> oh, he's the bully? But, but, but the reverse card at work is he's the one getting bullied. <laughs> right, yeah. But he also bullies people. Yeah. He's mean, man. Oh, but man. Um, he, uh, you come off as an idiot to me. He said that to me once when I, when I was trying to talk to him. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to tell him that the Bible is like important, whether you believe in God or not. And he's like, we're peeling potatoes, right? All these people walk by. He's like, you you seem like an idiot. Just <laughs> <laughs> like very open. Yeah. <laughs> See, like an idiot. I loved when he like said something <laughs> so bold that he was yeah. laughing. Christian, Christian brought to my attention, we were all sitting in a circle in the dish tank. He's like, he brought to my attention once and he's like, He's like one time you told me that you and him were talking, and and I and apparently I said you know Anthony I don't think I could ever hang out with you outside of work I don't think I could ever be your friend because <laughs> you're just you're just out there <laughs> I don't yeah, remember I think it a but a lot of people could say that yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you have a bathroom right up, right up by the yeah door? yeah it, it's I'm right gonna... next to the door okay. yeah the it, basement door 
But hey, I will say this about McConkey. He worked. He worked mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah. And and you know, and I got along with him most of the time pretty well. Mm-hmm. To be honest. There have been times where Cody had to be like, dude, stop talking to him. Stop philosophizing yeah. to him. Don't let him let him go. Yeah, you're gonna piss him off if you tell him your ideas. <laughs> He's like this uncontrollable, like, like the dog you can never really get to stop barking. You know. Yeah. You give it some kind of attention, it's just gonna. That is accurate. 